If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance card. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronas, Cliff Kingsbury ruined the fantasy lives of many of us yesterday. Yeah, he did. And look, I can't blame fantasy owners at all because you see that David Johnson is active and only two running backs are active for the team. Johnson and Chase Edmonds, you think, all right, even if David Johnson is limited and he splits with Chase Edmonds, he's going to play. And then he gets the first carry of the game, and then he plays two more snaps, and Chase Edmonds goes off. So this is just one of those unlucky situations, and I cannot blame anyone for starting David Johnson. And the team either lied to us or David Johnson aggravated the ankle or Chase Edmonds just was running so well, they said, you know what, let's not risk it because I think the comment after the game was uh, a need-based, uh, they would use him. And obviously they didn't really need him, but it's just one of those tough situations that I don't think people foresaw coming. I know there was comments on Friday where he said if there was a game on Friday, David Johnson wouldn't play. But then you see he makes the trip to New York, and then you see he's active as one of two running backs. I can't fault anyone for playing David Johnson. And I know a lot of people probably had Chase Edmonds on the bench. And, you know, we, we talked about him all the last couple weeks. I wrote about him in the waiver wire and deep sleepers saying it's to the point now where two weeks in a row he scored a touchdown. He's gotten close to double-digit carries. Without Christian Kirk, they've been using him. So you, you could use him. I mean, he wasn't a must-start. So, so let me ask you that. Let's, let's say Christian Kirk is closer this week and he comes back. Let's say David Johnson is active this week. 
you play Edmonds? You feel have good you about seen, it? Have you seen their schedule? It's brutal. It is. Uh, I think it's the it's Saints like the Saints, this week. and then he's got the and 49ers the Niners twice. twice. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. Um, I think it depends who you have. I don't think he's a must start, but I, there, there could be a chance David Johnson sits. So I my big regret that's... was in was in daily. I played Edmonds on one team in daily one, and I, I you know what it was like. You have to be a little contrarian. That was the contrarian play. Yeah, a lot of the chalk didn't hit this week. I mean, you won if you played Aaron Rodgers. And I don't even know what his ownership was, but I can't imagine it was that high. And, oh, I could find out if you want to know that. And one. Edmonds, obviously, I don't think he was highly owned. I mean, I talked about Latavius Murray, how I liked him. I was using him in seasonal leagues. Almost almost every question that I got, I answered Latavius. Did I think he'd blow up like this? No, but I felt he was getting 15, 20 touches. And the Bears' defense got shredded by Josh Jacobs uh, before the bye, and uh, Hicks was out. So I wasn't worried about <clears throat> using Murray. I just thought the volume was there. Did I expect this huge game? No. All right, let me give you the answer. So the millionaire maker, how do I get to, All right, hold on one second. Please hold. The guy who had Aaron Rodgers 2.2% owned. He Did he win the millionaire maker? The winner yep. had right, yeah. yeah. And then Josh Jacobs is 27%. What are you stacking with, though? Jacobs was okay, a great so here's play his team. at 5K. Roger, this was this team could have been done. This could have been done. Rogers, Jacobs, Murray. So okay. far, so good, yeah. right? What was Murray's ownership? Nine point seven percent, which was okay. too low. John Brown, who was had a great matchup. Yeah, he was a good play. Now here's where we where this guy went off the rails. He took Stefan Diggs at five percent owned. Got a little fortunate because Thielen left the game. Right. Marvin Jones at 2.3% owned. I guess you could have Damn. had that if you thought Galladay was going to be covered. But I don't even think that was the issue because there was Rhodes was on Jones at times. Yeah, so and then and then what's this and then carry on Johnson got injured, so that really right. helped. Jimmy Graham at 2.8%. So we went Rodgers to Graham, right? Okay. Dalvin Cook, which was smart in the Bills. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I, I think Dig, I, Diggs and Graham, I don't know. I give him credit for I thought there was going to be a receiver or two with Rodgers, and he just put one. So that goes to show you don't always need to stack. Here's another one, the guy that because came really second. here's the problem if you if you decide oh Rodgers is going to go off, I love the matchup. There was no ideal stack with him, and like, and he might have had Lazard in there initially and backed off when he saw that Valdez and Allison were active. Uh, the, the second place guy, Rodgers, okay, Cook and Henry, that's fine. Corey Davis. Well, that, that was basically you were saying, you know what? He's got Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill is going to upgrade the receiving core. Which he so, did. Which, right. So it's, it's, did I think of that? No. But I did make- think of that. I played Adam Humphreys. I did think of that, Ronas. I went Tannehill and Humphreys in one lineup. Davis is just better, though. The problem he with is. Humphreys and DFS is the floor is so low. You know? know. He's 5 for 50. You know? Right. And that's so, what he was. He was 4 for 40. Right, Corey Davis is a playmaker where he can get you two touchdowns. I don't think you'll see the the percentage of Humphreys doing that is low. Once again, so then Diggs and Marvin Jones, Ebron, the Texans have been very good against tight ends, Michael Thomas, and then he puts in the Rams defense at 2% owned. Seriously, the Rams defense against the Falcons offense? Well, you know, you, you bring in Ramsey... Donald. I mean, look, I didn't. Uh, it, it's one of the, what was their price? He would, they were probably cheap. That's why they were cheap. All that's right, let me give thing, you... But that's the thing with defense, man. You can pretty much play almost anyone. All you need is like a touchdown, a couple of sacks. 
That's the thing. You know, it, like we, we sit here and like, oh, we got to get the Patriots. You don't always have to do that. Some of these cheap defenses could come through, and the Rams have some talent. It hasn't surfaced, but it worked out for well, them. Well, Jalen Ramsey, their talent. All right, let me give you this guy who had two teams in the top five runners. The guy came in third and fourth, but I like what he did here. Aaron Rodgers, Henry and Aaron Jones, Julio Jones, Marvin Jones, Valdez, Scantling, Waller, Latavius, and the Giants. So we went Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Valdez, Scantling, and came back with Waller. So that was the Jones-optimized lineup. That was the Jones-optimized lineup. I didn't I mean, look. It worked out with MVS, but I didn't like that play. And he played the fewest snaps of the receivers. Like I know someone. Luck. Yeah, someone asked me about it. I'm like, no, man. He's got an ankle and a knee. He hasn't practiced all week, and he's been crap when he has played. So I didn't trust him. And you got fortunate. He only had two receptions. One went for a touchdown. So he got fortunate there because he was probably looking to pair someone with Rodgers. But Aaron Jones, 3.7% owned. Darren yeah. Waller was 10% owned because the guy was injured, right? Remember, he had the foot injury. Mm, yeah, I but think he a lot played. of people. No, I, I know, think but I think that's it. I, really, I don't you know. think that because of Andrews no, I, and Hooper and Ingram, yes, a lot yes, of people played Ingram? Why. I'm sure, that's why. That is exactly why. I don't think it right. was the injuries. But you should have had most people. I had Henry and Latavius Murray. Those are the two good running backs. If you didn't want to pay for Cook, right? You had some yeah. good mid-range uh, running backs this week. Yeah, I like going through this. this is interesting. All right, we'll t- we'll take a deeper dive into Week Seven and hopefully help you for tonight's game as well. When we return on Full-Time Fantasy right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I lean towards the fact that when you say there's just so many crap teams, like parity is gone in the NFL. Okay, parity, you know, we've been talking about this for a while, and the NFL was such a parity league, but now that it's not, with some of these teams, Joe, it doesn't matter what the stats are, what the trends are. Look at the Washington football team, right? You've got this team flying west coast to east coast for. All right, we're back for Full-Time Fantasy. Dr. Roto along with Adam Ronas. Remember, check us out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 or ronas 50 We'll get you 50% off your first two months. You just never know what you're going to hear here, Ronas. That is for sure. <laughs> it's potluck. All right, let's get to a couple of things here. Will Fuller going to miss several weeks with a hamstring injury. Uh, fire up Kenny Stills, but if you watch that game... I thought Deshaun Watson had very little time to throw the football, and the Colts really look to me like the second-best team in the AFC right now. Uh, Colts could actually be 6-1 and one, uh, had they not lost week one against the Chargers when Vinatieri missed, what, two, three field goals, extra points? So uh, this is a good team. I thought they were before the year. I thought it was a joke that they're over under on wins. Was it six, I think, once luck went down? I thought that was a joke. Uh, this is a good team. Uh, they're well coached, got good. offensive line. Jacoby Brissett's playing very well. So, uh, Can you win a fantasy of, league with Jacoby Brissett as your quarterback? I hope so because he's one of mine in a league where I have, I have him, <laughs> and, uh, him and Minshew right now. So uh, I'm hoping. But, yeah, I think you can. I think you can too. I think that he struggled in a couple of games. But for the most part, I mean, he's an effective, good passer. And I think moving forward, he's going, I don't want to say star, but I think he has star potential. I mean, look at him right now. I mean, imagine him in a year or two. He has multiple touchdowns in every game except one. And the one game that he didn't get it was against the Chiefs when they went run heavy and they basically gave up on the pass. So uh, they're actually throwing a lot inside the 10, uh, which is obviously hurting Marlon Max touchdowns. But uh, they threw again yesterday a lot inside the 10. Uh, short touchdown to Hilton. Uh, Pascal had a couple touchdowns. So, yeah, they're playing well right now. And Watson was under pressure, but he made a couple terrible decisions in that Oof. game. So, uh, But either way, you know, Stills is going to be a really good play. Uh, he, he's, he's a big play threat. Watson will take shots down the field. And Will Fuller, it's the same story, man. I mean, that guy is just the epitome of frustration. Does Deshaun Watson... 
strike you as a quarterback who cannot win a Super Bowl? Because he strikes me as one. where, And he has the Jameis Winston effect, where they just do something so idiotic at some point during the game that you just scratch your, scratch your head and you go, what were you thinking? And I just don't know whether guys who win Super Bowls do that. Nah, I think you can win with him. I, I really do. I think he's that good. Uh, he got screwed with that ref blowing the whistle. That should have been a touchdown to Hopkins. I don't know if you saw that play. I did. That was really close. That was close because at the when I was I was watching it, I was like, I think they got him. And then two seconds later, you know, it was a touchdown. I, that was a crazy play. Yeah, I think you got to let that go when you have like these quarterbacks like that that can escape. You know, you got to wait until. I just thought it was a premature whistle there. But, no, the problem with Watson and and the Texans, they're just so inconsistent. They have a great win in Kansas City, and they go into Indy. And, again, Indy's a good team, but, you know, they can't string together these victories. But uh, they've never could. They're historically this like this. Historically. And that's the problem with this team. And then if they do get to the playoffs, we all know they have, like, no shot to go into New England and win. Right, right. It's almost like a Bill O'Brien thing. Like, yeah, no, it how is. Do you, I, I feel like, how do you not get three wins in a row? How are you incapable? But I will say this. The refs, the refs may have blown that. I thought the refs were dead on in that play with Melvin Gordon at the end of that game. They caught that one. And because I, I don't know how they don't score a touchdown there, the Chargers. Well, that's the Chargers, man. Like, that just sums up this franchise over a long period of time. They just find ways to lose. Tons of injuries. They were behind in that game. They make this great comeback. You're like, all right, here we go. And they just cannot finish. So that was a a really bad loss. And, you know, Melvin Gordon has really struggled. I mean, that offense is not the same. I know. Listen to this this from Evan Silva. Okay. This is on Twitter. Since Melvin Gordon returned, 27 of his 36 carries have gained three yards or fewer with two fumbles. 11 of his 14 targets have gained three yards or fewer. All told, plays intended for Gordon are averaging 2.3 yards and only four have gained first downs. That's pathetic, and they're 0-3 since he's returned. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's a lot of it is the offensive line because Eckler's not doing anything on the ground either. But Eckler's just so prolific in the pass game. I mean, he just ran a great route on that touchdown. So the bottom line is is you need to get the ball in the hands of Ecklemore um, because he's getting it done in the passing game. And you saw it, you know, they didn't do it against Pittsburgh. He was three for 14 yesterday, seven for 118 and a touchdown. So basically they, they just need to use Ecklemore. It was working when he was getting most of the touches. And even if you don't use him a ton on the ground, you got to use him in the passing game. Have to. I want to talk about the other side of the ball. I think the Titans may have saved their season by switching quarterbacks to the awful Marcus Mariota to the very mediocre but decent enough to win games, Ryan Tannehill. There was balance out there. They were throwing the ball, especially in the the beginning part of the game. And Derrick Henry looks better now because not everybody's keying up on him. Yeah, the key is he's not afraid to to get the ball in the hands of those wide receivers. And we all know how talented Corey Davis is, but he just hasn't been great for fantasy because he's not getting the football. Same with A.J. Brown, who's shown flashes. And we get excited, but you know you can't play him the next week because there's going to be no consistency there. So at least Tannehill was able to distribute the football to those wide receivers and uh, certainly bodes well for them going forward. All right. I thought the GOAT of – well, can I use GOAT in a bad word? Not the greatest of all time. I'll do the worst. The worst. Mark Andrews, dude, how many drops did he have yesterday that, I mean, he should have had the biggest day ever. Dropped one in the end zone, dropped one – dropped him all over the place. 
Yeah, at least three drops for him. And, you know, it's unfortunate because we knew, like, with Hollywood Brown out, he's pretty much going to be the guy that leads the team at targets. And he had eight, but only two for 39. So it should have been a much bigger day. I don't know if the rain had any factor on it. You know, some guys can't throw the football well in the rain. Some guys don't catch as well. So I don't know if that was it. But, uh, yeah, Andrews had a really disappointing game if you used him this week. Let me t- t- talk about another guy on that team. Is Mark Ingram a weekly start for sure? Because with Lamar Jackson running as much as he does, it, Ingram seems to be very touchdown dependent. Oh, he is. I mean, he's not heavily involved in the pass game. They use Gus Edwards a lot. Oh, we didn't see Justice Hill, I don't think, in this one. But I don't own Ingram, but this was one of the concerns I had was, you know, Lamar Jackson's going to run a lot. Lamar Jackson right now is sixth in the NFL in rushing. He's <laughs> He's got almost 600 yards, man. So He looks so good, dude. He, he does. So I mean, Pete Carroll was saying, he's like, you know, I've never seen anything like him before. Even when you watch him on film, you don't realize it until you get on the field how fast he is and how difficult he is to defend. Now, it's going to be interesting. They have a bye this week. After that, New England. So, uh, What's the difference between him and Michael Vick, do you think? Because Michael Vick had faster. a better arm. I think Lamar's faster. faster. Yeah. And Michael quicker. Vick was skinny, right? Lamar looks thick. Not, th- not, not. You know what I'm saying? Like Michael Vick looked like if you hit him, that you would knock him all, knock him out. I don't like think Lamar looks that way. Lamar's done a really good job of avoiding the big hit so far. I mean, it's going to happen one of these days, and that's going to be the key. You know, long term, it's hard to survive like this. I mean, you're already seeing it with Cam Newton; his body starting to break down, and he's huge. So that's the one risk with the running quarterbacks. But yeah, Ingram is just. They don't seem like they want to give him a huge workload. I mean, 12 carries this week, 13 the week before. Uh, and and you're, he does need touchdowns. Uh, he hasn't had a 100-yard game uh, in the would last you start, Would you start Preston Williams or Mark Ingram? I think you have to go Ingram just because, you, and you hope that he scores a touchdown. It's a better offense. I mean, Preston Williams is just in that. I know they're passing a lot and playing from behind, but there's going to be some weeks where the floor is really low. All right, I'm just throwing it out there for you. I thought on the Seahawks, Marlon Humphrey is such a good cover guy that he was covering Lockett, and the rest of the Seahawks receivers are not that good. Well, Metcalf, Met- Brown, Moore, just, you know. Well, Brown had, a, Brown had a bad drop, and Metcalf, I don't know what he was doing on that fumble. I think he was trying to switch the football, and the ball just came out. That was the turning point in that game, and the Ravens picked it up, took it to the house for a touchdown. It was, but don't you agree that they lack that second threat outside of Lockett? Because once Humphrey locked down Lockett, what, what else what do they have? I don't think Metcalf is that bad. He's definitely he's okay. a little raw. and He's a little raw, obviously. He's more of a straight-line receiver at this point. That's why. Didn't he's you think that game would have been closer? Yeah, I did. I did. This the, Wilson did not have a good game, man. He struggled to, uh, to get going. No, that's true. All right. All right. Well, we'll take a quick timeout. I have a lot of questions for you, Adam, including how did the how did the Falcons game go under? Should we have played it? Should we have known anything about the 49ers and Redskins? Should we have played anybody there? How bad are the Bengals? There's so much that we should discuss. And of course, we will do it. Because we're part of full-time fantasy. We're Dr. Roto and Adam Ronas. We're breaking down week seven with the plays you need. And of course, we will talk next segment a little bit about the Monday night matchup. And we'll do it when we return right after this.
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. You want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you're playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, Ronus. Falcons-Rams. 
Devonta Freeman's getting into fistfights with Aaron Donald. Matt Ryan can't walk with a sprained ankle. How does Dan Quinn have a job, and how do they only score 10 points in this game? Yeah, this was certainly one of the surprises. I think we all knew that this would potentially be a shootout, and Matt Ryan had come into this game throwing for 300 yards in every game this year. Rams defense hasn't been great this year, and uh, it was just a disaster. He took five sacks, left the game with that ankle issue. Uh, it doesn't appear to be serious, but they play next week, then they have a bye, so you would have to think he sits at this point. Uh, it looked like Arthur Blank came out and said that he's still in support of Quinn, so it doesn't look like there's a change imminent. Uh, this was just a disaster across the board uh, for the Falcons. I mean, you were fortunate if you have Austin Hooper. Matt Schaub came in and threw him a touchdown. Uh, Freeman, the one thing about him lately is he's at least been involved in the passing game, and it's helped him in fantasy, but uh, left this game early, and Edo Smith left this game early with a head injury. Yeah, I th was it a head or a leg for Edo? I think it was ahead of what I, I thought I saw. Okay, yeah, Ito's in big trouble, dude. That, that's the second concussion that he's had in a couple of weeks, right? Didn't he get his bell rung a few weeks ago? I don't know if they officially diagnosed him with a concussion. I didn't see that he was in pro, uh, concussion protocol or anything like that. All right, I just feel like the Falcons have, at this point, you have to sit Ryan this week. you got a bye week next week. You're one in six. I think you're better off playing for a draft pick at this point because where are you really going to go with this team? Yeah, I mean, it, it, teams don't always think like that unless you're Miami. So uh, if Ryan's able to play, I think he's out there. You know, he actually has, a, well, I think, a streak of 153 straight games too. So I don't know how willing he is to get out there to protect that if that's important to him. But, you know, it obviously depends on the status of his injury. But, you know, you were happy to have a lot of these Falcons – skill players for fantasy and now you have to be a little worried i think you'd have to but you know i don't know whether nfl you you're right the nba they do that all the time they tank all the time and they had to put in you know procedures to make sure that people didn't tank more right with the, with the ping pong balls in the nfl if i'm the cincinnati Bengals, i'm playing for tua if i'm miami i'm miami's got the best situation where they're playing just well enough but not well enough to win well, and they sat and they're sitting out some players too. Howard didn't play, so they're really going at it. The problem in the NFL is that, you know, how do you tell players who are fighting for contracts year to year not to play hard? You can't, and you're going to get hurt in this game if you do that. So the team can have that mentality that they want to lose, but players don't go out there and play like that. They, no, all these true. guys are fighting for a contract year to year. All right. Normally, Adam, I always say don't worry about the weather, right? that I always think it's an advantage to the offense because they know where they're going and the defense doesn't. But I was wrong yesterday. The 49ers and Redskins, that was a slip and slide. That was monsoon-like conditions, and every single person should have been benched except for the 49ers defense. I mean, you can't bench Kittle. You can't bench Coleman. I think you had to. I, no, Kittle, you, no, sure. They, no, Jimmy, come on, throw the ball. All right, Doc, if you have Kittle, tell me to tight end you're playing over him, man. You're second-guessing now. You're not benching Kittle. Well, that's, you know, it's funny I, It's funny you said that because I was thinking about my own personal team where I had three tight ends. The team I have Kittle, I have Ingram and Knox, and I thought to myself, maybe I don't need Kittle. But I guess you're right, and, and normally I would have Kittle and not I have Ki else. I have a league with Kittle and Doyle. Am I playing Jack Doyle over Kittle because the stupid weather conditions? And Kittle no, had but that wasn't stupid. That was crazy weather conditions, dude. That, they, nobody could run. Nobody could walk. Nobody could do anything. Yeah, I just I don't see how you – if I tell you before the game, Tevin Coleman gets 20 carries, you're going to bench him? Against the Redskins? Come on, man. 
That's just like oh, that's like looking at the result and be like, oh, you should no, no. But my question, my, no, my comment was normally I don't let weather affect the way I start players. But I think yesterday was was worse than I've than I've ever seen in the last five years. Well, first, you of don't all, agree with that? No, I don't think you can bench Coleman, Brita, and Kittle. The receivers, fine. They have sucked all year. You're not playing them anyway, so that's fine. And on the Redskins side, you weren't really playing anyone anyway. I mean, you knew Peterson. So McLaurin and AP, you're not playing. McLaurin, I played in one league because of buys. The league where I had a choice, I didn't play him because I didn't like the matchup. It wasn't really the weather. I mean, you knew the Redskins weren't going to do much in this game. And the 49ers don't have a lot of skill players to begin with. It's a set, for Right now, with the 49ers, it's Coleman, Brita, and Kittle. I mean, Pettis is desperate. I know he's been playing more snaps. The weather certainly influenced Garoppolo in this game. And again, I... I, I I know this team's six and zero. I need to see Garoppolo come through in a big spot. He is not. Is he the weak? Is he the weak year. link? Is he the weak link on that team? You could say that right now. I mean, I, I want to see this team in a game where he needs to bring them back from ten points late. We haven't seen it yet. They got the Panthers coming up. They're in Arizona, home to Seattle, home to Arizona, home to Green Bay, at Baltimore. Uh, at you the should Saints. think that they would beat the Arizona Cardinals. No, I don't think it's a They'll lock. Just- no, I don't think it's a lock. All right, let me ask you this. 49ers supposedly have the best run defense in the NFL, right? Do you think they stopped Christian McCaffrey? Well, the Bucks did twice, and they have a good run defense. So, uh, But either way, you're going to get McCaffrey involved in the passing game. That's going to be their focus, obviously, is to, to stop McCaffrey. And Kyle right. Allen's going to start this week. Cam Newton has already been ruled out. Oh, there we go. All right, the Jaguars against the Bengals. Here's a guy that I'm not sure you can start anymore. Joe Mixon, Ronas, 10 carries, 2 yards. If I did his numbers, he's probably the running back 57 out there. I think Gus Edwards might be a better start each week than Joe Mixon. It's bad. I mean, he did salvage the day with a 2-yard touchdown catch. But, man, uh, it's the offensive line because, you know, Gio has done nothing either on the ground. They just cannot establish the run. They've had so many injuries on the offensive line. And we talked about it last week. You know, Mixon is not involved in the passing game enough. At least when you see a running back on a bad team, you go, well, he'll be in there playing from behind, and he can pile up the receptions and get four, five, six. Kind of what Devontae Freeman has been doing the last couple weeks. They're not running the football. They're playing from behind. But Freeman is catching four, five, six passes. He scored two touchdowns receptions last week. We're not seeing that from Mixon. So that just lowers the floor even more. So, yeah, it's really tough because you took Mixon in the second round, but – you just can't feel good about starting him. I and mean, this was a good matchup, and he did nothing. It was a great matchup. So let me ask you this question. You are the Bengals' general manager. You suck this year, and you have the number one pick. Do you take Tua? Do you hold Dalton and try to take the best offensive line minute that you can? Or do you trade down for multiple picks? Probably take the quarterback. So you're I mean, done with you, Dalton? I mean, if you think you know, two is the answer, then yeah. I mean, what, what Dalton's like, what, 31, I think? Dalton's like terrible that. to me, dude. He's terrible. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you know where you're stuck in, in mediocrity at best with him and below 500 most years. So, yeah, if you think that quarterback's a franchise quarterback, you take him. Can I tell you what the Bengals need desperately? They need a a mobile quarterback because with the offensive line play so bad and, and Dalton just sitting there, it's like a pinata. Yeah, there's, there's actually a lot of bad offensive line play right now. In the NFL. There really is. I mean, that's that's a good point. All right, let's get to the Vikings-Lions here for a second. Now, I know we talked about this a little bit in the first segment. 
I guess it makes sense. Galladay's covered by Xavier Rhodes. Maybe that leaves Jones open. I just never contemplated him in DFS at all. Was I wrong? Should I have contemplated him? No, he's just erratic. Uh, we, I, you know, I've always been a huge fan of Marvin Jones. I actually don't own him this year, but I think he's a really good receiver. It's just that, you know, the consistency isn't there. I mean, five touchdowns on the season, four come in one game. Uh, his numbers haven't been that bad, though, this year. He's really only had one awful game. So the floor is kind of high most weeks. It's just that you, you don't really trust the Detroit offense, but they've actually been throwing a little bit more than I thought this year. And if on Johnson misses time, I could see them passing a lot. I was just going to ask you, on Johnson, do you expect that he'll be back? When, when do you expect him to be back? And by the way, that team, McKissick and Ty Johnson, are not grinders. They are PPR kind of guys. Yeah, it looks like Ty Johnson is going to get most of the touches based on the way they utilized him yesterday. Uh, I don't know with Carrion. You know, he had a brace on his knee, and, you know, I think that's why we've always seen them kind of limit him because they're worried about the injuries. So, I don't know, but uh, Ty Johnson, McKissick will be uh, big waiver wire pickups this week if they're available. I may have dropped McKissick in one league, Ronas. I needed a defense, uh, and I dropped I, him. I did. I dropped Ty Johnson in a couple. I picked him up like three, four weeks ago saying, oh, you know what, let me just hold him just in case, and uh, he's gone from all my teams I, now. I, I almost went without a defense last week. I did. I almost went without a defense just to hold on to McKissick because I had carry on in the same league. And I'm like, you know what? Do I really need a defense this week? What am I going to get? Five points? And I did it. And I'm like, ah, it's only one week. I'll get him next week. Oh, my God, Ronas. going to cost me nah, a lot of I think you, you got to have a defense in there because even some of the worst defenses are capable of putting up 12 to 15 points. You know, they can get a touchdown. They can get a special teams return. So I don't think you ever want to take a zero. I mean, it's easy to look back now and say, yeah, I'd rather have Ty Johnson. Who knows? Maybe on Johnson is able to play this week. Uh, I believe they have the Giants. So it is a good matchup. If you uh, do happen to pick up Ty Johnson this week, you like Saquon Barkley this week? I like him every week. I guess the line. I mean, what I for what DFS or yeah for DFS? I don't I like know. I didn't, in... I didn't see the prices yet, so I don't really. Look well, at if DFS Dalvin Cook did what he did, could uh, Saquon? Saquon didn't look exactly spry to me. Well, and also he limped off for a second, and Pat Shermer's like, "Oh, I, I didn't know that. I didn't see that." I'm like, "What?" Like it was <laughs> obvious to everyone. Like, what were you looking at? Because he came back, I think, in after missing one play. But he did limp for a while uh, when he, he was running towards the sideline and started limping off, but he came back. If I'm Pat Shermer, I'm looking at Saquon Barkley on every play. Yeah, man. You have to make sure that guy is uh, 100% or close to it. No one's ever 100%, but you, you got to make sure in his first game back that there's nothing that leads to a setback. That's true. Any chance you'd bench Daniel Jones for Eli Manning or you're committed to Jones the rest From of the year? From a Giants perspective, no. you got to let Jones play this year out and see what he is. So there's no point of bringing Eli Manning. I agree. If anything, I would trade Eli Manning. All right. I want to talk about the Dolphins and Bills. I want to talk about the Raiders and Packers. I want to talk about the Monday night game right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Joel. All right. Joel's a strong, silent type, Ronis. Yeah, he doesn't have much to say. Can you hear me? I guess. It, oh, we were talking about CFL with you, Joel. What's up? Aren't you our commentator? Uh, no. Uh, I I messed up, man. I played Brita and Singletary this week, and I benched Latavius, Maria, and Eckler. Didn't we tell you to play Murray? I remember you called. We said to play Murray if Kamara was out. Yes, you did. You did. (laughs) uh, I I messed up. I messed up. So I'm down down five points. In this league, um, you get bonus points for long touchdowns. A quarterback gets an extra three points for throwing 300, and a running back gets an extra three points for um, a combined rushing, receiving of um, three of yards for, for three points. I'm okay. down five points. My opponent has Tom Brady. I have Julian Edelman. But I also have um, Robbie Anderson, who can get a long touchdown on my bench. What do I do? What? Are you, in, you have a choice? I have a choice. I can play Edelman or I can play right. Robbie Anderson. 
I think Robbie Anderson is going to get shut down, Ronas. That's the problem, yeah. He's going to have Gilmore on him. So, I mean, look, he's always capable of breaking a long play because of his speed, and all it takes is one. But Gilmore has just been suffocating. So it's really tough to start him. I would take my chances with Edelman. Okay, and hope for okay. either. Okay, thanks, guys. All right, good luck, Joel. Thanks. I don't know, dude. How, how do you not play Latavius Murray when Kamara's out? I mean, I, even if you love Singletary, which I know you and I both did. I mean, not, you can't do not, that. Not, not over Murray, though. Yeah, I mean, I when, could see benching Eckler. I could see that. I mean, it's crazy, yeah, but I could see be, it. But you can't bench too. Murray. I could see Eckler just the week before we saw his uh, involvement diminish. So you're just you've seen how they've been kind of hungry to feed Melvin Gordon and get him going. So I could see that. But, yeah, even though Singletary wasn't a good spot, it was disappointing. I mean, Miami actually had oh. time of possession in this one. That was the problem. And uh, I think it was 12 for Gore, 7 for Singletary. So it looked like it was a better spot. It didn't turn out to be because Miami actually had the ball quite a bit. They did. I didn't think the Bills played well at all. No, they didn't. They were fortunate they, to uh, to escape this one. They were. I mean, I like the Bills this week. I like Josh Allen. I love J- John Brown, dude. He looks great. He looks great. Oh, yeah, he's he's always been a good receiver. People forget last year, before Lamar Jackson took over, he was having a good year. And then it, Lamar Jackson came in, and none of the receivers had value because he was running so much, and they were running as a team. But John Brown's a hell of a receiver. He has been. He had that big year in Arizona. He had the sickle cell stuff and some injuries. But Brown's a t- tremendous talent. All right, we talked about, a little bit about, uh, during the break at least, the Saints and Bears. Mitch Trubisky might rival, and I'm not even going, I, I don't know if this is going out of limb here. He might be as bad as Marcus Mariota. That's how bad this guy is. And I can't even believe that they traded up, they traded up for him and gave up draft picks. Yeah, when they could have had Mahomes and Watson. So uh, it's really a disaster right now. And if you didn't watch the game and you're just looking at the box score, you're like, oh, it's not that bad. All those numbers came like in the last seven minutes or fourth quarter. So uh, 251 passing yards, two touchdowns, but he averaged 4.6 yards per pass attempt. And again, it was all garbage time. They got an onside kick recovery late, and uh, it, it was terrible. I mean, this offense just looks miserable. They ran the ball seven times, man. Seven Can times. you fire Nagy? Is it Nagy's fault? I mean, he deserves blame, too. I mean, this team's a, it's, it, they're 3-3, three and three, but they are a disaster right now. I mean, they are terrible. And, you know, look, Mitch, I watch college football. Mitch Trubisky never did anything at North Carolina to ever make him, you think that this guy was a top uh, first-round pick. I think Daniel Jones showed more at Duke than Mitch Trubisky showed at UNC, dude. And he only played one year as a starter. There were reports all preseason that he was really struggling in training camp, missing a ton of throws. So this shouldn't really be a surprise. I know. I mean, at what point do you just cut bait and say he sucks? I mean, I know you don't want to play Jace Daniel. Do you just try to go through the season and then you trade him to somebody in the offseason? I mean, what do you do? My my guess is they're probably going to let him finish the season and hope that he gets better, but it doesn't look promising, and I, I know it's the Saints' defense, and they might use the shoulder injury as an excuse too. You know, they'll please, have that as the crutch. Please, terrible. I mean, Tariq Cohen. Did you see him on some plays out there where he just looked back and was like, he couldn't believe what he saw? That how how yeah. badly Trubisky was missing him. Yeah, man, he missed Gabriel on an easy out. It it, it was bad, man. Uh, it, it was real tough to watch. I mean, look, I almost would rather have Andy Dalton be their quarterback. I think they'd have a better chance to win than Trubisky. All right, Adam, it was Sunday night. Doug Peterson called his shot, guaranteed to win, 
And your Dallas Cowboys played as good a game as I've seen them play all year long. Peterson is no Mark Messier, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that is true. He's no Babe Ruth either. But, man, the Cowboys just was, were firing on all cylinders. And I said this. You could look at a box score and know why a team lost. When you see Carson Wentz with 191 yards and Dallas Goddard is your number one receiver, you're not winning any games. Well, the Cowboys don't force too many turnovers. It's been one of their problems. You know, as good as their defense has been, especially last year, they just don't force enough turnovers, and they forced four yesterday. So that was really the big difference. They came out fired up. And that's what's frustrating about this team and why everyone is calling for Garrett because there's just too much talent on this team when it's a mediocre NFL right now for this team to be four and three. I mean, it's just you saw that we see the potential from time to time. And if you want to say they haven't beaten anyone, I mean, Philly, I don't even know what to make of Philly right now because I didn't think they were that bad. But they just continue to come out in the first half and just put themselves in a hole every week. Remember the week one against the Redskins? They were terrible in the first half. So they keep having these games where they're terrible in the first half. And this is a team that went into Green Bay and won. Like, we kind of forget that with Green Bay rolling right now. So uh, they, they have some problems. But, look, they're only a game out of first in the division. So they're still in it. I think Jason Garrett saved his job. I think if they lost last night, there's no way that he could keep his job. With, with nah, two weeks, with a bye week, there's no way. Nah, there's no it's way. Jerry Jones, bro. He would have kept his job. Don't buy into that. Come on. This guy would have been fired long ago. They just There's no way that he, he would have kept his job. Unless they lost 40 to nothing, he wasn't going to lose his job. You don't think? You don't nah. think if, they, if, if it was 37-10 Eagles, you think he still has a job today? I think there's a good chance. It would have been minimal. Oh my God. They've had opportunities to let the guy go, and they won't, man. Like, what more do we need to see? Like, it, it's clear that, that they need to move on. I, I know they had injuries the last few weeks, but no excuse. You just, you, if you want to be a Super Bowl contender, you need to win those games. Because now you're in a position where you're 4-3. and three. You've already lost to the Saints, who are 6-1. and one. You've lost to the Packers, who are 6-1. and one. So your hopes of a first-round bye are pretty much gone. Unless you run the table and they have a tough schedule. So now you're, you're going to be at best the four seed. And now you got to go and win on the, on the road a couple times after the first round if you want to go to Super Bowl. All right. Let's, speaking of Super Bowl, let's take a look at another team that has Super Bowl aspirations. The Green Bay Packers. I mean, they're doing it without Devontae Adams. But they're really messing with fantasy owners' minds with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. What's going on here? Uh, look, I think it's... I think both are in play every week at this point. You know, this week they really were able to move the ball via the pass. Aaron Jones had 12 carries. Jamal Williams only had three. But Jamal Williams did catch four passes, including a touchdown. And Aaron Jones caught four passes and a touchdown. So I think most weeks you're using both. I think Aaron Jones is still the better start. I know Jamal Williams had the big game two weeks ago. Uh, Part of it was Jones with the early fumble and dropping the touchdown. But at least Jones caught the touchdown in the end zone this time. So I think both are, are... guys that you're pretty much going to play almost every week with Jones being the better start. I think it's frustrating, though, because all you want to see is Aaron Jones get 20 touches. But, I mean, I think it's also with the hot hand. Jones played better yesterday. He got more touches. If Williams starts with the hot hand next week, maybe he gets more touches. Yeah, and look, it's it's working, and they're winning games. So anytime it works like that, people are uh, the coaches are going to stick with it. So, Are the Packers seen- a fantasy defense you want to own? Not really. I did start him this week because I was looking to pick someone up off the waiver bar, and they really didn't do anything. Yeah, I think they're more named the game. Yeah, that's true. All right, Adam, let's take a look at tonight's game. Let's uh, do a little showdown lineup here. Give me a guy who's going to play well tonight. 
Uh, I think Crowder and Edelman are, are two good plays. All right, since since Crowder's cheaper, let's start out with Crowder. So then you want Edelman. All right, what else you got? I like Donald Philip Dorsett. Even though he's questionable? I think he plays. They already ruled Gordon out. I think he plays. A little Brady then? Uh, I don't think Brady's going to have a great game tonight. But you have Edelman and Dorsett. You don't want the hookup? Uh, you can. I mean, if you're, you're going to stack. But I, I don't think Brady has a huge game tonight. I think the Jets are keeping this game close. I, I have a parlay with them and the Colts. So I need oh. them to cover the nine and a half. All right. So let's put Darnold in. I have two more spots. <sighs> Darnold against the Patriots, though? All right. I'm taking him out. All right. Who do you want in? <laughs> you want the Patriots defense? You can. I'm assuming they're expensive. You want Ben Watson? No. You want Jacoby Myers? Not terrible. James White? Yeah, White's, I think actually White's going to have a pretty good game tonight. I think All right, gonna... so I have $14,000. You want Le'Veon Bell? <sighs> uh, uh, can't believe you don't want Brady. No, you, you can White, put Dorsett, Brady and Edelman. All right, so now I have $2,700. Oof, that's a bad number. Ryan Griffin, fourteen hundred. No, there you go, Ryan Griffin. But doesn't it bother you if you have thirteen hundred bucks left over? No, not in a showdown slate. I don't think it matters. I mean, you would obviously hope to upgrade somewhere, but I, don't I like know. Crowder. I, I agree with you about Crowder. I like Crowder to have a good night tonight. It's probably going to have to. You got to think that uh, is this the Sony Michelle night when everyone's given up on him after last week? The Jets' run defense is actually pretty decent, isn't it? And Mosley should be back, I think, too. Yeah, I don't know if I'd do that. Would you, I mean... The Patriots are just so tough, man. How about because... Mike Nugent? Would you start Mike Nugent as your guy? Oh, revenge game, Doc. There you go. <laughs> you know I love the revenge narrative. I like starting kickers as my captain spot, Ronas. No, I, I have no problem with it, especially if you think uh, that... Because it is different, and a lot of people don't look at the kickers. Let's see what's the weather tonight. Uh, 55 and cloudy, 56. All right, so Edelman, Crowder. All right, I have, I have 20. I have a lot of money left. All right, a little Sony Michelle, and I have 18,000 left. I can get Brady. No, I don't want Brady. And Dorsett. Oh, or, ooh, or here we go, Adam. Ready? Nugent is our captain. Edelman, Brady, Dorsett, Michelle, Crowder. You don't, have, you don't have white, you said, right? I don't have white. But I could have white. Do you want white instead of Michelle? <sighs> Probably. The thing is with Michelle, it's either going to be a great game where he scores two touchdowns or he's going to suck. So here, basically, if Brady drops back to pass, we have, we have Dorsett and Edelman. And white. And, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. You like that one? It's hard to, again, I do think the Jets play well and keep it close, but it's partly because I, I just have not, I don't think the Patriots offense is really clicking right now, but it's hard to have any confidence on playing many Jets outside of Crowder. One minute, guys. One minute. Maybe you just stack Jets, Ronis. Isn't that contrarian? That is definitely contrarian. You, you, you play Robbie Anderson, I don't think he's highly <laughs> owned, bro. That's yeah. the thing. Look, Robbie Anderson is going to be like two for 25, or he can be four for 106 and a touchdown. What if we made Robbie Anderson our captain? It'll be very low old. And then people, and then if you if you do poorly, they're like, "What is wrong with you? You played Robbie yeah. Anderson against Gilmore and the captain saw that is dumb." 
Well, out of 148,000 entries, you're going to come in 147,000. Right. Or he gets that touchdown early and you're looking like a genius. I know. It's tempting. All right. We'll have to go through this and then figure this out. I don't know if I like these showdown slates. You like these showdown slates? I don't. No, I don't play them. Yeah. All right. We'll take a timeout. Come back with one more segment right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. Adam, who is coming up in hour number two of the full-time fantasy show? Adam Ronis. 
Oh, by the way, seriously, thoughts and prayers go out to our friend Jim Day. Jim Day's mom passed away. So just know, uh, Taz, that we're thinking about you and we, uh, we're sorry to hear about that. Yeah, it's terrible, right, Ron? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he has told me about it the last couple of weeks. So uh, definitely send prayers and condolences to his family. Yeah, it's a rough one. All right, Adam. So let's see. Tonight's game, what do you th- would you play? All right, you have Crowder. You play him. We know that. We play Bell. Do you play Robbie Anderson? If you don't have to, I wouldn't. Uh, just because, again, Gilmore has just been locked down this year. And if you are playing Robbie, and I think I did have to play him in one of our online championships just because of bye weeks and stuff, you're just kind of hoping, all right, please get a 50, 60-yard touchdown. Please have a breakdown. Uh, maybe you make a nice move on Gilmore. Maybe you're not on Gilmore for a play. That's really what you're hoping for. You, you just cannot expect a big game. Uh, Gilmore has just been playing lights out this year. This Patriots defense has really been the reason why this team is undefeated because their offense has looked bad at certain times this year. They, know, they have some offensive line issues as well. They do have some offensive line issues. All right, do you play Philip Dorsett? Yeah, I actually like him tonight. I'm using him in uh, a league where I've had uh, injuries and bye week issues. Uh, I know he had the hamstring issue in uh, week five, was it, I think? He left the game early, didn't play against the Giants. But, you know, he, he's been getting the targets this year uh, in the full games that he's played. So, uh, you know, Brady seems to have a good rapport with him. In the three full games he's played, he has three touchdowns. So I think Dorsett uh, is actually a solid play tonight. Is there anybody that on the Patriots? I mean, we have to play Sony Michelle. We have to play James White. Would you play Rex Burkhead? He's not going to play. He's already ruled out. He didn't travel. Oh, he's already ruled out. Okay. I didn't, yeah. see, I didn't realize I didn't so, see that. So oh, Bolden, Bolden is going to score a touchdown. He's going to have one. I was just going to say. <laughs> would you play him? Would you, would you play him in the showdown? In the showdown, you can. I mean, how cheap is he? You're hoping for a 3, touchdown. 3,200. You, you can, but you, you know that the floor is really low. He, look, he's hit double-digit points the last two, two games. I know it's crazy, and they tend to use them uh, occasionally near the goal line. So they do. Crazy. I know I it's know. not crazy. All right, guys, this is Doctor Roto saying, "Be well, take care, keep it right here for another hour of full time fantasy." When Adam Ronas returns with you right after this. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick. And hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.